Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I'm your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually once again with our scorekeeper, Carter Zanke. Carter, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. Uh, It's afternoon for me here, but I'm doing great and just excited to be here. Yeah, it's always quite early, quote unquote, on the West Coast here. Um, Well, thank you for being here, as always. Um, Let's meet this week's contestants. We have two returning contestants. well, and in, in the uh, in the questions that I have, Josh going first, but Lucas has or um, Carter has Lucas going first on the uh, scoreboard here. <laughs> well, um, let me fix this. Um, yeah, but we'll uh, we'll we'll introduce uh, uh, Joshua Link first here. Hi, I'm Joshua Link. I'm from Virginia, and this morning I am drinking or afternoon for me. I'm drinking honey lemon tea that my cousin gave me. Very good. Um, uh, regretfully, I did not have enough time in my. Uh, rush to uh, get myself ready uh, to make tea. So I am, I am tea-less this morning. Uh, but thank you, uh, Joshua, for uh, including tea in your afternoon routine. Uh, and we also have Lucas. Good afternoon from San Antonio. Excited to play for the third time in my third different location. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm drinking some sweet tea from Whataburger. Very good. Well, thank you both for being here once again. As with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions today, each with a slightly different format. And so without further ado, Carter will explain the rules for round one. Well, round one, as you may already know, is our uh, open knowledge. Ah, Matthew, what is general knowledge round? Yeah. <laughs> this thing of five multiple choice questions for each of you. Questions were here with 10 points each. So you guess our answer and you'll get the 10 points. I suppose I should also apologize for not releasing an episode in a month but I've been busy and uh, that's, what, that's what happens. Yeah, we're all, we're all out of practice. So we're going we're gonna to shake off the cobwebs today um, and uh, produce a good episode, hopefully. Alrighty, Joshua, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, question one. John Wesley was the founder of which Protestant denomination? A, Methodist, B, Presbyterian, or C, Baptist? I'm going to go Presbyterian. Um, he was actually uh, the Methodist. Uh, it originated in England in the 18th century and became severed from the Church of England following Wesley's death. Um, Presbyterians, I believe, were John Calvin. Uh, I don't know who then, founded the Baptists. Who are the Wesleyans then? Um, I think that's a branch of Methodism, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. That, that, Methodist- that throws me off. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Met- Methodist is uh, uh, what he founded. Or the movement he started, I should say. Question two, which of the following U.S. presidents did not attend the College of William and Mary? A, Thomas Jefferson, B, James Madison, or C, James Monroe? Well, it'd be really embarrassing if I didn't get this since I just graduated from William and Mary. Mm -hmm. Um, But I believe it is Madison who did not go to William and Mary. (laughs) That's correct. Do you know where he went? Well, my first guess would be JMU or James Madison University, but that wouldn't make sense since... It was named after him. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know where he went. Yeah, it, it would be a little silly to to name your university after a current student. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, Madison attended the College of New Jersey, which is now known as Princeton University. Not as yeah. good, but it's no. okay. Well, uh, and John Tyler also attended William and Mary. I'm not sure when James Madison University was founded, but it was much, much later. Um, yeah. Question three. Which of the following towns has the largest population? A, Ely, Minnesota, or maybe it's Eli, I'm not sure. Um, B, 
Cimarron, New Mexico, or C, Glen Jean, West Virginia? And we'll, we'll just say right now that this is an amazing question. And these are the primary towns near various uh, Boy Scout high adventure camps. Well, I haven't heard of any of these. That's fair. But I'll go with Cimarron, New Mexico. Um, it was actually the town in Minnesota. Um, yeah, but all of them are smaller than Almorada, Florida, which is the home of Seabase. Yeah, Mason went to Philmont, which is the one in New Mexico. Um, I didn't go to any of them. Um, yeah, but it's Eli or Ellie, Minnesota. Not a fan of these Mason questions so far. Well, um, get ready because you've got two more coming here. Um, question four, which of the following is not a water sign? A, Scorpio, B, Aquarius, or C, Pisces? Okay, I know this one because I am an Aquarius, and that's how they get you because you always think Aquarius would be a water sign, but it's not. It's Aquarius. It is Aquarius. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and finally, question five. The wild magic sorcerer is the only standard subclass in, in Dungeons & Dragons that makes use of what die? A, D12, B, D16, or C, D100 slash percentile dice? <laughs> Um, 16 is a nice number, so I'll do 16. No, it's actually D100 slash percentile dice. Lucas, do you play Dungeons and Dragons? I do not. Okay, I didn't think so. Carter, I know you do. Yeah, well, kind of. Sort of. I, I didn't know that one. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I texted Mason this morning um, asking if you, Joshua, played Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and Mason was like, I don't think so, but he's good at guessing. So <laughs> I appreciate uh, his confidence in me. <laughs> All righty, Lucas, are you ready for your questions? Yes, sir. Lay them on me. All righty. Question one. Which of the following films was not directed by Mel Brooks? A, Young Frankenstein, B, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, or C, Airplane? Oh, Lord. Um, I'm going to go with Young Frankenstein. Um, no, it was actually Airplane. Um, oh, that shoot. one was uh, directed by Jim Abrahams, David Zucker, and Jerry Zucker, um, who also wrote the screenplay. And young, Mel Brooks had a hand in writing uh, the screenplay for both Young Frankenstein and Robin Hood Men in Tights and the producers and Blazing Saddles and a billion yeah. others of those type of films. Question two. Elon Musk was born in which country? A, Canada, B, South Africa, or C, Australia? I think this one is South Africa. That is correct. He grew yeah. up in Pretoria before emigrating to Canada at the age of 18. I didn't know that about Canada. I, I, I didn't either. I'd forgotten that he was born in South Africa. But then after I read that yesterday, it made sense. Anyway, <laughs> question three. Which of the following cities is not located in Saskatchewan? A, Medicine Hat. B, Prince Albert. Or C, Moose Jaw? I'm going to guess Medicine Hat. That is correct. I believe Medicine Hat is in Alberta. Mm, yeah. Okay. Question four. The Luxembourg Gardens is one of the attractions in what European capital? A, Brussels, B, Paris, or C, Bern? Um, I was very tempted to make one of the options Luxembourg City. Um, yeah. <laughs> to throw you off. Um, 
would it be Bern? Uh, no, this is actually in Paris. Um, oh it's uh, the home of the Luxembourg Palace, where the French Senate has its sessions. Um, we'll just say that this this episode is accidentally quite heavy on geography questions, um, particularly in round three. So just prepare yourselves for that. Um, Fair enough. Um, and finally, question five. A popular form of comparative statement in the United States begins by saying, quote, you have two of what farm animal? A, pigs, B, chickens, or C, cows? I've never heard uh, this expression. Two, I'm going to go with cows. Cows are in a lot of sayings like that. That is correct. And, nice. and to be fair, I also had not heard about this statement um, before about an hour ago, when I texted Mason saying, I don't understand the comparative statement question. Um, and then I looked it up on Wikipedia. Wikipedia says, you have two cows as a political analogy, a form of uh, early 20th century American political satire to describe various economic systems of government and is sometimes considered capitalist propaganda. So, oh. Oh, I do actually know what this is. I do. There was a poster sale at UVA once, and there was an economics poster with this on it. It was describing all the different economic systems in the world. You're right. Oh. You're right. It was a satirical thing. It'll yeah, be like, it, oh, you have two cows. One gets taken away and redistributed. You have two cows, you know, blah, blah, blah. So Exactly. Yeah. So I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, Later on in the article, an article in the Modern Language Journal lists uh, the following classical ones. For socialism, if you have two cows, the government takes one and gives it to your neighbor. Um, communism, if you have two cows, government takes both and gives you some milk. Fascism, if you have two cows, you keep the cows and give the milk to the government. Then the government sells you some milk. Um, for capitalism, if you have two cows, you sell one and buy a bull. So there you go. Yeah, no, I've seen that there poster before. It's funny. Yeah. There you go. You have two cows. Um, well, that's the end of round one. So, Carter, can you please give us a score update? Looks like we have Joshua at 20 and Lucas at 30. All righty, now it is time for round two. So, Mason, can you please tell us the rules? I'm not Mason. Oh, sorry, Carter. My bad. Of course, I will have Mason on my mind. For round two. In round two, you will each get five questions on the same topic. Uh, questions here are worth 20 points each. And if you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 10 points. When I opened the Zoom meeting about mm, 15 minutes ago, Mason popped up. And I realized that I had sent the Zoom link to Mason because at the time that I sent the, um, the link out, I, I hadn't gotten confirmation from Carter if he could do this episode or not. Um, and poor Mason sent me his questions at 2.45 in the morning um pacific time and uh and so <laughs> i said oh mason you're welcome to stay but i i hope you didn't get up early just for this um and he didn't say anything he just left so um <laughs> i'm so sorry apologies to mason i hope you're sleeping well right now anyway so round two um <laughs> so as as you know we often do famous birthdays and um uh, I had thought that we had we had skipped Andrew Jackson's birthday a couple of months ago, and so I started writing Andrew Jackson questions. And then I realized that I gave Andrew Jack Jackson questions to Cecilia and Alyssa just a few episodes ago. So I had to delete the two 
um, questions that I had already written, which were actually really good, by the way. Um, so I'm really sad that I had to delete them. But anyway, um, we looked for another birthday. Um, and this, this guy's birthday is actually on the date that this podcast is being released. Um, and this guy is uh, King Henry VIII, who was born June 28th, 1491. Um, so you two are going to get five questions about King Henry VIII. Um, I hope that that's agreeable to everyone. Hopefully. We'll see. Do we have a choice? Um, unfortunately, no. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, hope, hopefully you're good at guessing. Uh, Joshua, are you ready? I am ready. I remember in one of our, my previous episodes, I did it on one of the more obscure wives of Henry VIII. And that ah. was a disaster. So yeah. this can only be better. <laughs> yes, the infamous Anne of Cleves set. Um, yeah, um, actually, I'll, I'll just say that there are no Anne of Cleves questions. I managed to, to um, avoid her. So, That's all I need. That's okay. all I need. Yeah, yeah, just fill in the blanks from there. Okay, question one. We'll start out with an easy one. King Henry VIII is known for having how many wives? Uh, six? Yes. Very good. Okay. Question two. Henry broke England's ties with the Catholic Church after the Pope refused to let him divorce which of his wives? Well, and you just said it's not Anne of Cleves. No. So I'm going to say Anne Boleyn. Not Anne Boleyn. Lucas? Do not know. Okay. This is Catherine of Aragon. Uh, she was his first wife, um, who had previously married uh, Henry's older brother, Prince Arthur, who died before he could succeed their father, Henry VII. And Henry VIII tried to use this previous marriage as a rationale for the divorce. Question three. Henry's second marriage was to what mother of Queen Elizabeth I? Well, it wasn't Anne Boleyn the last time, so there's a good chance it's Anne Boleyn this time. Um, in fact, so, it is Anne Boleyn, yes. Um, after Boleyn failed to produce a male heir, false accounts of adultery were manufactured against her, and she was beheaded in 1536. Question four. Henry was succeeded by what son of his and Jane Seymour's? Um, well, Henry IX doesn't ring a bell, so that's probably not it. Um, James I and VI. Um, no, he, he was a few monarchs later now uh lucas do you know no okay uh this is edward the sixth um a sickly child he, he died just six years after his ascension at age 15 and he was the son of of uh, henry and jane seymour uh jane seymour was the third wife finally question five yep. henry attempted unsuccessfully to have his son betrothed to what future queen of scots um, well, the only Queen of Scots I can think of is Mary. That is correct. Mary, Queen of Scots. Um, the, par the Parliament of Scotland's rejection of the marriage resulted in a period known as the Rough Wooing, in which Henry tried unsuccessfully to unite the crowns of England and Scotland. And Henry didn't like being told no. So that resulted in some bad times. Okay, Lucas, are you ready for your 508th questions? Oh, no, but let's go. Okay. <laughs> Question one. After breaking away from the Catholic Church, Henry formed and declared himself the head of what new Protestant church? Is it the Anglican? It is the church? Anglican Church, yes, or the Church of England. Very good. Question two. Henry oversaw the incorporation of what country into the Kingdom of England that included giving it representation in Parliament? Um... Is it Wales? 
it is Wales, yes. Nice. Um, it, it had legally been part of England since 1284, but had no representation in Parliament. The Laws in Wales Acts imposed the English language on the Welsh people and declared that Henry was their sovereign. Question three. Which of Henry's wives was still married to him when he died? I have no clue. Uh, yeah, don't know it. Okay. Joshua? I can't even think of a name of one of his wives. <laughs> okay. Um, this is Catherine Parr. Um, she was the sixth uh, and final of Henry's wives, and she herself was married four times. Henry was husband number three for her. So there you go. Um, question four. When he ascended to the throne, Henry claimed to be descended from Roman Emperor Constantine the Great and what mythical British king? Mythical king? King Arthur. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah, uh, he claimed to be descended from King Arthur. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and finally, question five. Henry invaded what nearby country twice in 1513 and 1544? Just two of the military campaigns he waged that brought England close to bankruptcy. You said neighboring country? Nearby. Nearby country. Um, would that be, okay, it's one of the two. Is it Ireland? Not Ireland. Joshua? Is it France? It's France. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, uh, yeah, it had to be kind of one or the two, one or the other. Um, he also fought with the Scots on several occasions. So, mm, unsurprising. Yeah. Well, that's the end of round two. So, uh, Carter, can you please give us a score update? Looks like we have a tie game with Joshua and Lucas at 90. All righty, now it is time for round three. So, Carter, can you please tell us the rules? Yes, in round three, as you may already know, it'll be a lot like round two. Uh, this time you'll get five questions on multiple topics and questions here worth 30 points each. If you get one wrong, your opponent can answer for 15 points. All righty, Joshua, are you ready? I am ready. I've been studying interstates for the last few days. Oh, good. Question one. What, are, what interstate highway connects Richmond, Virginia to the Hampton Roads area? That would be Interstate 64. That is correct, yes. Question two. Pierre Laval was a prime minister of what French state named for its capital that was under control of Nazi Germany? Would that be the Vichy state? That is correct. Um, Laval had been prime minister before World War II as well. Um, in Vichy, France, the collaborationist government assisted in providing labor for the Nazis and organized the deportation of Jews. Question three. The least populous independent city in Virginia is what city surrounded entirely by Wise County? This is a Mason question. I believe that's Norton. That is correct. Yes, I would not have gotten that. Mason yeah. can't get me with his questions. <laughs> uh, question four. The cities of Medan, um, Pekanbaru, and Palembang are located on what major Indonesian island famous for its tigers and coffee? Well, I would guess Java. <laughs> uh, no, not Java. Lucas, do you know any Indonesian islands? Is it Borneo? Uh, no, it's the other one. It it's does. Sumatra. Uh, yeah. But good. I'm glad you both named Indonesian islands. So, yeah, that's half the battle. Um, finally, question five. What is the only novel published by Emily Bronte? Ugh. I don't, I don't do Bronte stuff. Okay. Um, 
um, Wuthering Heights. That's correct. Um, wow, really? Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, it follows two families of the gentry in West Yorkshire and their various turbulent interpersonal relationships. I needed a, um, a final question for you because um, one of the questions that Mason wrote me was actually about Henry VIII. Um, and I texted him this morning and I said, Mason, I can't use this question because the entire round two is about Henry VIII. Um, and I was like, well, we don't have a literature question yet. And I, somebody that I encountered this week had a copy of Wuthering Heights. And so that was on my mind, but I didn't know it was her only novel. But so I, there you go. I had no idea. I just guessed an old English book. Yeah. Well, Lucas, are you ready for your five questions? Yeah. Bring on the interstate question. Okay. Question one. What interstate highway loops around San Antonio for 49.49 miles? That would be the 410. That is correct. Um, known colloquially, apparently, as Loop 410. Loop 410, yeah, and Loop 1604 is the outer loop. Yeah, which is not an interstate highway. It's a state no, highway. it's not. Yeah. So, very good. Glad you picked the right one. <laughs> Question two. After losing in Super Bowls 21, 22, and 24, what quarterback led the Denver Broncos to back-to-back -back championships in Super Bowls 32 and 33? This is John Elway. That is correct. Elway retired in early 1999 following his victory in Super Bowl 33. So it's kind of cool. I didn't realize that his two Super Bowl victories came in his last two years. Um, that is nice. So he was two out of five? Yeah, two out of five. There you go. Question three. The first Franciscan mission was founded not in, present, in the present day state of California, but in what Mexican state? Mm, what, you mean present day Mexican state? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chihuahua? I don't no. know. <laughs> no. Josh? Well, if it's not in California, I'll guess Baja, California. Yeah, Baja, California. Uh... Yeah, the one that's... Shoot. about 15 miles that way um yeah mission uh, san diego de acala was founded in 1769 two months after the founding of the mission san fernando rey de españa de velicata in ba california a lot of missions where you are right now yes yeah the, the san diego mission is probably a 20 minute drive from here um actually i live very close to the um uh, San Gabriel mission, which is the one up in LA County. Uh, I don't even have to get on the freeway to get to that one. Yeah. Uh, question four, the new college Institute, the Virginia museum of natural history and a namesake speedway can be found in what town in Southern Virginia? Hmm. Town. That's what Mason mm. wrote. Um, I mean, my only guess would be Richmond, but I'm, not confident in that. No, not Richmond. Town. Joshua? If it's Southern Virginia, I'll just guess Danville. No, this one is uh, Martinsville. Yeah. I had no clue. I would not have gotten that either. I actually would have guessed um, Bristol, because I know there's a Bristol um, speedway. But, and, and I just looked it up just to make sure that there's actually a speedway in Martinsville, and there is. Um, yeah, but this I know one there's one in Tennessee, right? Right across the border. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's Bristol. That's okay. Yeah. And and Bristol is like split down the middle between Tennessee and Virginia. Okay. I, is is the speedway on the Tennessee side of the line? 
I think so. I could be wrong though. Let me look that up just to make sure. Because <laughs> I don't know. Speedway. It is in Tennessee. Yeah, it's on the Tennessee side of the line. So this one is Martinsville, which I would not have gotten. If only it was the one I heard of. <laughs> uh, finally, question five. The National Pact, which was later amended by the TAFE Agreement, dictates politics in what country whose confessional-based system requires a Maronite Christian to be president and a Sunni Muslim to be prime minister? Uh, I have no, I have no clue. Yeah, this is a this is a tough one. Also, amazing question. Not surprising. Uh, Joshua, uh, I'll guess Timor Leste. Um, no, this is Lebanon. Ah oh, man, yeah. So it kind of makes sense when you think about it, but I don't know that I would have gotten there uh, without seeing the answer right in front of me. Yeah. So there you go. That's the end of round three. So, Carter, can you please give us a score update? Looks like we have Joshua at 225 and Lucas at 150. All right. Um, oh, speaking of, of that region, I, I meant to issue a bit of a, a correction for our last episode in, in which um, I um, told our contestant, Taylor, that um, the, uh, the Arabian Gulf is not the same thing as the Persian Gulf, but apparently it is. Um, so, yeah, Persian Gulf, Arabian Gulf same thing which and which is different from the arabian sea which is on the other side of that peninsula so apologies to taylor i hope you're listening to this episode okay now it is time for round four so carter can you please tell us the rules oh gladly round four is our showdown we will each get the same three questions questions here are worth 40 points each and we'll ask you to uh, make note of your answers in some way whether it's writing it down or using your phone all righty joshua lucas are we ready yes okay question one on june 28th 1914 archduke franz ferdinand was assassinated in what european capital Alrighty, do we have answers? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. okay, Joshua, what is your answer? I wrote down Belgrade. Okay, Lucas? I put Vienna. No, that's not true. Um, uh, you, you both were wrong. Um, so the, the assassin was uh, Serbian, um, but it was actually in the Bosnian capital that this happened. Uh, this oh. is Sarajevo. Oh. Yeah. Um, Gavrilo Princip um, assassinated Franz Ferdinand and his wife Sophie in the Bosnian capital, sparking a series of events that led to World War I. Uh, Princip died in prison in 1918. So there you go. Question two. The United States Bullion Depository at Fort Knox, Kentucky is the target of what titular Bond villain? If you just you say that me- again. Yeah, the United States Bullion Depository at Fort Knox, Kentucky, is the target of what titular Bond villain? And it's just the, like his name is the title of the film. Alrighty, do we have answers? Yes. Okay, Joshua. I wrote down Goldfinger. Lucas. I I didn't get it. Okay, it was Goldfinger. Yeah, mm. Auric Goldfinger. Uh, the film Goldfinger premiered in 1964, and it was the third Bond film in the franchise uh, and starred Sean Connery as 007. Um, yeah, and Goldfinger's 
whole thing is that he's trying to steal the gold from Fort Knox, Kentucky. So there you go. And finally, question three. The source of the Mississippi River is located in which state? Okay. Joshua, what is your answer? I wrote down Minnesota. Lucas? I also put Minnesota. It is Minnesota. Very good. Um, the headwaters are located at Lake Itasca in northern Minnesota. Alrighty, that's the end of the game. So, Carter, can you please give us the final score? Looks like our final score is Joshua with 305 and Lucas with 190. Well, congratulations, Joshua. You have won once again. Um, do you have anything that you would like to say? Uh, I'm glad I got through the Mason questions, and I'm happy to be back. Thank you. Yeah, I apologize for the difficulty of questions in this particular game. Uh, you both did very well. Um, but uh, yeah, so, sometimes sometimes they turn out harder than, uh, than others. So it's just the way that it goes sometimes. Alrighty, well, uh, that's our show for this week, folks. Uh, thank you, Joshua and Lucas, for being on the show today, as well as Carter Zanke for being our scorekeeper, uh, and uh, as well as Mason Cook for composing the music and for making a very brief appearance before we started the episode this morning. Um, today's questions were written by Mason Cook and yours truly. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. Um, check out our, uh, please follow us on Instagram and or Facebook and or Twitter, um, all at Trivia Over Tea. If you would like to make a small contribution to this podcast, um, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com slash Trivia Over Tea. Um, and tune in at some point. I'm not sure when we'll do another episode. It'll be sometime in the next two to four weeks, depending on my schedule. Um, and we'll have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. So thank you. And we'll see you then. Bye.